0: I pretend there's like we gotta pretend there's like intro music we need like intro music like
1: Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good
0: evening. If it's your first time listening, my name is Emil Daniel. If
1: you're a returning customer, my name is still Aaron Matthews.
0: And this is the Entertain Us Podcast.
1: With an exclamation mark, cause we're exciting!
0: Yeah, but you already knew that.
1: And we're excited to be here to talk all about the world of entertainment.
0: If you're someone that's curious about the ins and outs of the entertainment industry, or just like to have a good time,
1: this podcast is for you. Who? You. You? And you. We were all set up on stage, and whenever anyone would come by, we would do mini-shows. And then uh, balloons when there weren't people. Um, And then the second day, we got really quiet. (laughs) The first show of the day, I saw two kids sitting having lunch with their families. So I called them over, and I did the full opening of my show and everything. I I told one of the kids they're going to be the right side and the left side. I did, like, a whole right side, left side chant that I would usually do with a crowd with, like, two kids.
0: (laughs) That's funny.
1: And then I got them up on stage. Yeah. They they, they
0: weren't afraid of your germs, of your magic germs?
1: (laughs) So I have one trick at the beginning of the show where I pull out, like, 50 feet of paper from my mouth. And my whole career ran through the audience always as I did that. Mm -hmm. The paper's clean, like it's as even though it's coming from my mouth, it's not really in my mouth. Um, But I really had to remember the show to not do that. (laughs) So that was that. That probably gave a few parents heart attacks at the beginning, but I stayed on stage. I was good. I was a good magician.
0: Yeah, you didn't uh, spread them germs, the magic germs. Nah, but I mean, I it's sp- good. Like, it's, it's good that you thought on your feet like that and uh, considered the audience. Because uh, That's
1: a big thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, think, I don't know. I think if that was part of my show, I think I would have just said screw it and just gone with it, but, like, made sure it didn't touch anyone.
1: Well, that was a hard thing, too, is my... Really, the show I was doing a few months ago, 95% of the time, I wouldn't really have volunteers. It was sort of the whole crowd was involved. So I'd have two volunteers at the end to hold, like, a curtain.
0: Right. But
1: my new show, I wrote it all with like lots of like kids on stage. So I'm like, oh, crap, back to the old show.
0: Yeah, but it's good. To, it's, I'm <laughs> like, that. yeah, but you're prepared with both shows. So, like, that's good. But what have you been up to for the past year besides uh, revamping your show?
1: Uh, revamping all the shows. So for those of you who don't know, I do something called The Kill Show, which is a very bloody, gory, illusion show. So we've been working really hard on that, getting different versions of it uh, available, uh, different sizes, because we want to sort of go on the road and start doing a lot more shows at universities and colleges. So I've been working with that. We just did a show up at Brock University about a week and a half ago and um, then just really working hard on all the Aaron Matthews stuff, trying to get the show as fun as possible, That's which is a lot of fun. I just got a bubble machine a few weeks ago, but not just a bubble machine. You may say, Aaron, does this machine put a hundred bubbles on stage at once? I say, Nay, Nay. <laughs> does this put two hundred bubbles on stage at once? I say, No, No. <laughs> does it put way too many bubbles to count, so like a million, trillion on stage at once? Yes, it does, and that is yeah.
0: really fun. Yeah. Dang, I have to. I want to see that. Like, bubbles. I haven't seen your show in forever. <laughs> I, I used to, like, go to some of your shows with you. And I remember um this one day we were doing, like, a corporate event, like, a Christmas party where you had to do nine shows within, like, ten hours or something crazy like that. <laughs> and I was doing, uh, like, yes. your, your sound, your music. Man, I have never <laughs> been so sick of a show in my life, Aaron. <laughs> you know, the first time... I was like, still trying to remember your cues. Like, I've seen it before, but I'm like, I think I got this. I didn't have it. I messed up like one song, but it was fine. you were cool with it. Second one, I got it. Third one, I got it. Fourth one, I got it. You know, by the fifth time I saw your show, man, I thought I was going to punch you. I was like, like, I had so much respect for you to, for doing all those shows, like back to back. So we only had like 15 minutes in between. But I was like, if I watch this show again, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to lose it. Uh, they're just like, I didn't. I don't get how you do it because you have so much energy in your shows, and it's like, I like, I like you end up like a, uh, it like pours out, and, but I'm the kind of person where I have a limited amount of energy I can store, so for sure. So it's like the more energy I got from your show, the more like first it was really positive, really nice. I was like hyped, and then it got to a point where it was too much, and it just got started <laughs> getting negative. I was like, bro, how is this guy doing it? (laughs) What
1: what you're not saying is that it it was the same audience for all nine shows too.
0: Right, yes. And they
1: figured out all the tricks on the second. They figured out all
0: the tricks. So that made me feel a little bit better because because they were like, aha. And I was like, yes, he's not as good to them anymore. Nah. (laughs) Uh, To those of you that didn't pick up on the sarcasm.
1: Yes, exactly. For both of us.
0: (laughs) Right. look
1: so on me thinking, I put a new joke when I do the uh, escape near the end of my show. So I say, take those keys and hold them in a fist. And if I come near you at all to take those keys, I want you to punch me right in the face. <laughs> and then they always smile. So I say, you look way too excited <laughs> to do that. Never mind. We take that back. <laughs> I just thought if, if I said that when you were watching the show, you would have stood up and said, I'll hold them.
0: Yeah. No, like, I think you would have purposefully avoided giving me uh, me being a volunteer for that. <laughs> I, and, like, I'm not an, ag- so I'm not, a, like, I, for anyone listening that doesn't know me, I'm not an aggressive person. <laughs> it's just when you, when you, when you, like, see something enough times, like, in the same day, back to back, it gets to you a little bit. Like, it's different when it's your own show, though. Because, like, I've done my show several times in a day. And it's like, because I'm, like, focused on other things besides the show itself. Like, the audience management. Or, like, you're focused on making, like, not falling off the stage. Because uh, don't pull a Dave Grohl. Uh, have you seen that video?
1: I, I probably have. A-
0: it's, uh, it was a uh, Dave Grohl. They were doing, like, a, a concert in Sweden. And he was, like, super into the song. And he goes, like, to the edge of the stage, and as he's walking up to the front, he trips on a cord, And so now he's, like, kind of in this weird limbo of, I, I either let myself fall or I jump. So he jumps and breaks his leg. And they take him to the back, and after 20 minutes, uh, he comes back, and he does the whole show seated.
1: Yeah, this guy's crazy. I saw him when he was had a broken leg. He was on his uh, guitar throne. Yeah. Show.
0: Dude's a legend. I'm like, just like, yeah. no performer can say, oh, I have a cold anymore. I'm not performing. Dude legit performed with a broken leg. He finished a tour with it. It's yeah. crazy.
1: I know. A lot of people are so sensitive. I've seen a lot of, not that it's so sensitive. I, I know if there's reason to not go out like the corona right now but i seen so many acts quit on gigs before all this stuff got canceled yeah and replacement acts going in like we were getting calls to do lots of things in chinatown because everyone was pulling out and yeah it's yeah crazy. no i had just the effect this had on us and then uh like crap the gigs that we we gave up or the entertainers gave up i bet they wish they have it now just because of all the things that are canceled yeah we don't really have a choice anymore it's we're all out of it's work. A,
0: it's a problem like because january to june is pretty much like it's i don't say dead season but it's definitely not as lively as the holiday seasons and the summer um and so like me personally like i haven't been getting that much work
1: we have the uh, I'm beginning of december yeah, the beginning of December to the end of December, that whole month is busy. Oh, that's we great. The, like the uh holiday season. Then yeah. we got March and then April, May, June, nothing. And then you get the fair
0: season. Well <coughs> sorry. I got my got my little cough. Um well like even in December, uh I had to go to Israel for personal reasons. Um, so I yes. missed a lot of bookings. And it's like I was fine with that just because of my family circumstances. But um So I was out of the country and like this month work started picking up. Like I had like four gigs to do by the end of them, like at the end of the month. And that would have been, you know, a solid income. And it's like, people aren't trusting their families now to like have events together. Like I do, you do fairs and festivals. I do mostly private shows with families, birthday parties, whatever. And
1: well, they're at fairs and festivals. Your shows, just no one shows up, so they. Become right, tired.
0: but even at that point, <laughs> <laughs> even at that point. That being said, uh, people are canceling their kids' birthday parties where it's like their family's coming. It's like really, you're you you do not want your family. Like, I'm pretty sure if you have one relative that's coughing, they stay home. <laughs> just invite everyone else, you know. But it's like no, everyone's like really wants to mitigate risk, yeah. and it's like a big problem. With this virus, is because you can be a carrier without showing symptoms. So I guess like it's just it's not good for work across the board, like especially in entertainment, because people are like, oh, "I'm staying home and I'm staying home alone with the people I live with." I'm I'm guys like I'm yes. like like we're Jewish, so it's like I have my family over all the time. Like my uncle comes over twice a week at least. Like him and the kids. Like we kind of don't care. We're like, "Oh, none of us are old. We have no compromised immune systems." Like it's fine. Like we'll be fine. Uh hopefully. Corona.
1: Or corona?
0: But I I think like that's the that's also a positive part of Corona. It's like spend time with your family now that you don't, you're not you don't have to like a lot of people don't have to go to work now. And don't have to go to school. Like take the time to get to know your family better like you've always wanted to because the big complaints situation's
1: that... awful but situation's awful like it sucks that all of us and it affects so many different industries and it affects so many people everyone it affects everyone in this country in the world Yeah, but we can still try as unfortunate and as awful and as scary as it all can be we can still try to make the most of the time we have at home whether it's spending the time with the people that are here with us, whether it's taking this time to work more on whatever you do, on whatever you love doing, time to read that book, to write new magic tricks for a show, to practice the guitar, take the time. It sucks that we're here, but we can either spend all day worrying, talking about it, or try to do something for ourselves.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, like, my family still uh, have, like, my parents both still have to go to work. uh, So, just because of the nature of their jobs. Um, however, like, for me, I still have my university classes that have moved online. And my my workload has gotten so much harder now that, like, I have a lot of group projects and I can't work on them in person with my groups. So, like, everything is virtual now. And, uh... Yeah. But besides that, I now have time to focus on things that I didn't have time on before, like picking up a deck of cards again, which I haven't done in like two months to practice. Like I've done it for work, but to practice, I haven't had the time. Um, And it's just, you know, kind of just remembering uh, the stuff you love and focusing on work like this is the time to get ahead. Like this is the this is the time where like if you're at home and you have nothing to do, capitalize on it to either learn a skill or improve one that you already have.
1: How many free university classes are out there? Harvard has free university classes online you can take.
0: Well it's like even uh you don't you don't right? There's so much you don't even need a Harvard, you can use a LinkedIn has a program. It's called LinkedIn uh learning, I believe. Yeah, it's called LinkedIn Learning. And I don't know how much it costs for non students. Like, if you're already a college student, you get it for free with your, um, with your student status. But then there's also like, um, like master classes or Skillshare. Like, there's so many services where you can learn a talent or a skill that's in demand and it costs almost nothing.
1: or free there's so much really whatever you like doing whatever you want to find out more on whatever you want to become better
0: at yeah do
1: it. Yeah. it you'll figure it out
0: like uh right now i'm trying to learn a little bit more uh graphic design like that's something i want to do i'm also studying life insurance outside of university so i have fine i finally have time to catch up to- catch up on that uh so it's like i'm doing a lot of things and being able to stay at home is giving me the opportunity to capitalize and maximize my output. Like there's a lot of utility to be gained in online services. Look, you have the internet, it's free. You have access to if you have access to it at home and you're at home, I mean you can't complain that much.
1: Well, I mean, remember, we said at the top of the podcast, some of these people may not be using the internet. Right. right <laughs> For those of you who aren't, pick up a book.
0: Yeah. Well, even that. Like, that's I haven't. Like, in all seriousness, I haven't been able to pick up a book for longer than half an hour in so long. And like yesterday, I was just reading at four a.m. Like for two hours, from two to from two a.m. to four a.m., I was just like reading a book. You are an animal. Yeah, man. I was reading the. A night si- animal. I, yeah. I go whoo,
1: whoo. You, you. We entertain you, you.
0: you. Yeah, not.
1: What else you been up to though? Um, over the past year.
0: Um, you
1: are so busy. What does this busy life involve?
0: Well, for one thing, I moved. I moved from a basement to a house. Uh.
1: His parents kept him locked up for years in that basement. They yeah. finally opened the basement door. They
0: finally opened. They said, Emil, we're moving. And I said, yay, where? And they said, 30 kilometers north. And I said, shit. Like, oh. like that's so far from my life. <laughs> like, uh, so I ended up going to school. Last semester, I had three days a week of school. This semester, I have four. Um, and I my commute ended up being... I'd, I have to always wake up at 7.20 in the morning, no matter what time my class is, drive to North York with my mom, take a subway all the way downtown. And then if I end before 5, go back to my mom's office, wait for her to finish work, then leave. Or if I finish after 5, she would have to wait for me, pick me up from a station, and then we get to go home. So like a lot of days, I'd have class till 6.00. I would meet her at the station at like seven and we get home at like seven 30, And it's like, my day started at 7.00 AM. Mm-hmm. So for the past, Long days now, man. yeah. So for the past like year with the exclusion of like the summer months, I've been having a lot of 12 hour days, like outside of the house. And when I got home, I just have, it's university, right? You got to do work. You got to study. So they kick your ass, man.
1: You still got to have a little chillax time.
0: Yeah, you don't get to. <laughs> your chillax time is the time spent sleeping on the subway. That's your chillax time.
1: Mm-hmm. Hey, that can be nice. Yeah. Set a 10-minute timer and have a little power nap.
0: Yo, 10 minutes. Yo, I had this thing. I have like an internal clock when it comes to the subway where I always wake up right before my stop. Except except for yeah, one time on I missed my Two stop by one. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh I'm always tired on the subway. But uh
1: Spirit of the Subway lives nah. in the
0: Yeah, they don't give you internet on the subway either, you know? hmm So like you're kinda you're kinda screwed. You got just cool. gotta either read a book, use something online, offline, or uh, you know, go to sleep. I chose to go to sleep.
1: Come on,
0: subway, let's get that Wi Fi. Let's go. Right. All right, so what have you been up to, Aaron? What's You've been doing those fairs and festivals and those show revamps and screamers. See, I, I feel busy just by describing that. <laughs> like, that was a mouthful to say, Aaron. So what else has Aaron Matthews been up to? You I some, uh... watched
1: a movie yesterday, and I watched a movie the day before, and I watched a movie before. No, um, so right now. <laughs> that ain't
0: we live entertainment.
1: Few, we, um, we had this big show up in April. It's gorgeous new theater, the uh, Markham People's Theater at 700 seats, a massive 4K LED screen wall on the back of the stage. It's massive and huge stage. Great, great venue. I'm super excited to do some shows there. And our show is coming up on April
0: 11th. Right. It's yeah, it's going to open theater up, right?
1: It's gone now. We're doing uh, June 28th right now. We pushed it back two and a half months. Mm -hmm. Uh, basically just hoping that everything will be fine by then that we can all get together, have some fun. So really just rewriting the shows and everything that's on the screens. Each routine was going to have a lot of visuals, but Easter bunnies in June don't make much sense. Yeah. And Easter bunnies appearing on stage don't make much sense either in June, unless you really like Easter chocolates. (laughs) then let me know and oh boy i have a show for you
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, the look- rest of you we're changing it now to it used to be the easter egg extravaganza now it's the easter extravaganza actually the first redo of the ad that sent us the new flyer once um we did the name change and we forgot to change the egg extravaganza to extravaganza
0: mm-hmm.
1: wouldn't make much sense about the easter
0: You should call it the better late than never extravaganza. Yes,
1: but we are all good now and we're excited. Um, Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have you there performing some close-up magic during the interview and before the show. That'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, for sure. And uh, we have some
1: cool ideas. What do you think of this, Emil? Let's run by some ideas live. Let's do it. What if we did another magic convention or an entertainment convention? Mm -hmm. Right, We only have one in the Toronto area. What if we did it at this theater? That's a busy area, right? You, you want to vendors. do it? A... We have some different schools, academies, some sellers, and then we do lectures, showcases, and performances all on the main stage.
0: So you want to do another magic convention? No, no, you want magic, to do something with just
1: the entertainment convention, just... like an
0: entertainment convention? So like, but not uh, really like to, a to book like yourself. a conference kind of eh?
1: more just a gathering of fun and great performers. Here's a great lineup of performers. You have this gorgeous theater that, you know, you cannot sell 700 tickets to come because they have that much seats. You know, you're guaranteed a seat in the theater, Even you can just do the lower level. Um, on the top, you know, have more booths or little lectures on the top floor. And I'd say that'd be a fun mean, idea. You know, I, I mean, do I don't, I've never seen the people doing fun stuff.
0: I mean, I've never seen the space. So, uh, I can't really say for sure about that one specifically. However, I like the idea. I just want to, like, I wonder, because the big thing we have to take into consideration is how, like, our respective communities would look at it. Yeah. So it's like, if we try to make it too jack-of-all-trades-y, like-esque, the magicians will be like oh well there's probably only like a little bit of magic there so it's like what what's the justification for going um like will they bring their friends will they want to go alone like there's got to be an incentive like i think if we could incentivize people coming in groups Mm -hmm. because a lot of performers are independent right which is like a sad reality but it's what it is Mm -hmm. i think we can incentivize like coming in groups or even like working with the Toronto Magic Company or uh, what's the cafe? Is that what I'm thinking of?
1: Like a fair and festival organization?
0: Yeah, kind of. I think so. Like with those kind of uh, groups, I think we could make that work because they have a, a wider span, like a wider network than we do.
1: All right. second idea. Another idea I'm running by you. Audience, please comment in on your thoughts. Let us know. Second idea. um,
0: Or don't. It's your life. Here's
1: tours. (laughs) My girlfriend, she organizes tours that go to Ottawa, Quebec. What if there's tours that came to Toronto, but they were magic tours, right? So we plan the breakfast, lunch, dinner, combinations, if it's a two-day thing or if it's just a one-day. So you come in and you go to locations. Let's say you go to Casa Loma in the afternoon, but your tour guide would actually be a magician. Then other magicians would come in to do performances. So if you had a group of 12 people, now you have lunch at Castle Oma, you're in the gardens in the back and a magician comes in there and does a little magic show or a mentalism show. So you have like a scene in medieval times. So it ties into the castle and then you go to the CN Tower and you would see more magic there. But you're going to all these different places in the city, these tourist places, but they all you know, have a magic beam. And at the end of the night for the dinner, it's a magic show and dinner.
0: Hmm. (laughs) I think I'm a little confused. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. So it's like I can... Anywhere I go, there's a magician.
1: Yeah, it's like a tour. It's a whole planned out. So imagine... Have you ever gone on a school trip?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like an organized tour with a magic theme, but the focus is still on the tourist attractions. Yes. It's like I go to Casa Loma...
1: So, you know, like, you're getting a mentalism show, you're getting close-up magic, and you're getting, like, a grand, you know, illusion show at the end of the night.
0: So, I think that would be better as a tourism business where everyone you hire is some kind of talent performer. Mm -hmm. I like that idea because, like, you end up – but, like, at that point, you end up being an agency of some sort or, like – a. Tour, like a tour guide agency and it's like with the gimmick of tour guides that are not just enthusiastic and good sales because let's be real to be a good tour guide you have to be a good salesperson uh, it's people who have that talent people like whether a people talent a magic talent yes
1: they are a magical individual those yes. are just some uh, ideas, you know. We all gotta brainstorm
0: things. Yeah, We're no, I, I, I like, this. I like the, I like, I like that first idea a lot. The uh, entertainment gathering, like, I can think a of nice. a few companies off the top of my head that would probably be good vendors. Would love to right? advertise.
1: It, it's, it's like a full day show, basically. It's a full day show with some learning. Right? Wait, because do you really want to make it a it show mostly
0: or do you want to make well, it like a, a conference?
1: But like it's like, you know, over an eight hour period, but you're seeing a whole bunch of shows throughout the day.
0: I feel like if we made it like, like if we did it, I feel the optimal time slot would be like 9 a.m. to like 7 p.m., like a 10 hour day.
1: Yeah. I, mean, it's...
0: I feel like we could make that work. It'd be a lot of work, but we could do it.
1: Yeah, just an idea. Just an idea. just uh, I, I like to think of ways that you can make magic, or really just entertainment more immersive.
0: Right. Yeah. Sort of, well, I I just like know. when people come together. Like my favorite part. I'm sorry, I'm going to interrupt you right here. Yeah. M- my uh, my favorite part about performing is that you get to make people feel happy and like forget about their problems for a little bit, and that's like. Part of the thing that frustrates me with corona and all these gigs getting cancelled is like not even that I'm missing out on work and money. It's I'm missing out on the opportunity to like give people that happiness or that moment of forgetting that there's shit going on in the world. Pardon my French, if kids are listening. But <laughs> but like it's it's this it's such an issue that's in people's heads. Um that doesn't give you any room to help them. Like my mom yesterday, we, we spent the whole day at home. Uh, you know, we cleaned, we spent some time together. And then once we all did our own different things, she started going on Facebook and she spent like four hours just reading about Corona on Facebook. And I was like, mom, aren't you tired of uh, Facebook? It's like, aren't you tired of reading about the same thing five times over? She's like, well, you guys don't want to watch a movie. Like, what else is there to do? I'm like, what, well, so your only two options are watching a movie and going on Facebook? I'm like, Let, you know, we can do other things that don't involve reading about the same thing over and over again. And it's kind of like people aren't using this as an opportunity to look for positives. Everyone's upset. And, like, it's affecting not just work. It's, you, you don't get to do that thing that brings you joy and others' joy.
1: You know, that's why we love doing it. It's just, really, we, we can be such a, a big distraction from the awful things in the world, the hurtful things, the scary things. It's why we all need entertainment. Entertainment can be going on a vacation. Entertainment can be watching a movie. Entertainment can be watching a yeah. It's, we all need it. It's something that no matter what will never go away. And what I really hope, and I see in a lot of other people, I'm really hoping for too is that once this all goes away, once we find vaccines and cures and more information and all that, and it's safe to go out again. that so we just remember how great it feels to be in a big live environment with the group. How mm-hmm. much mm, funnier those jokes are, how big those smiles are in your own faces and the people you came with when you're watching a show live in a big group. And
0: mm.
1: really hope that we all can go back to that soon.
0: Yeah. But on 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 the other side I'm pretty glad I don't have to commute 3 hours, 3 to 4 hours a day <laughs> to get to and from school. Yes. That is a big plus.
1: Somebody please make a car magically appear in Emil's driveway. He'll be forever grateful.
0: Nah, make a G2 license appear in Emil's hands. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, someone give me. You
1: can take care of the license part, right. if someone's gonna take care of the car part. All
0: right. Now you know. You know what I need. I need someone to give me free lessons. My family's too scared to drive with me.
1: <laughs> Boy, Emil, people have Corona to worry about nowadays. So they don't need to worry about you on the road too.
0: I mean, it'd be a good distraction. Would be. Right. It would be. And finally
1: coming up though for the
0: next couple weeks. You have anything planned? I right. I right, right. we got we got school. I got nine different things I got to complete before the first week of April and they're all annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh we got just working on this, working on the podcast, working on, you know, keeping myself busy. What else we got? What else we got? We got life insurance, which is the thing I have to catch up on. Like I'm really behind on my work. And, uh, you know, I got to go overtime, double time. So that's another fun thing. And it's going to be a life insurance broker in addition to a magician. Hey, that rhymed. Uh am a poet. Don't that I actually rhymed too well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll give you the credit, Emil. It's good.
0: Thank it's you. Good Thank you. Yeah. What's what's Aaron Matthews planning for the next few weeks?
1: Um, To hide in panic and fear. No, no. That's an awful thing to do.
0: Um, I mean, grab a beer and panic in fear. It's a beer and fear. That's top life a- decisions.
1: We just made the next big bumper sticker. There we go. Those are still a thing. I
0: but think... Yeah, they are. I saw a couple.
1: There you go, man. We just made a new business from home. Yeah. Um, But really, just keep working. Figure out different ways I can keep on entertaining my friends and everyone out there who watches what I do and cares about me. Um, I yeah. love just like you, just like so many of us that are in the entertainment industry, we love, love to share what we love. I don't think i put ever yes. it like that before, but it's so happy to perform, to do new magic tricks, to think of new jokes. And there's nothing better than seeing someone else have a good time, to see someone else enjoy themselves, to laugh, to smile, to feel good. Because there's something that you care about so much that you that you did that came from your mind. Yeah. So I'm really just gonna keep on working, doing what I love, and mm-hmm. hopefully get to share that with all of you. And that's what we should all do.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the that's day, at the end of the day, I hope that we entertained you, you, and you and you. Woo! <laughs>
1: I have been Emil Daniel.
0: I have been Aaron Matthews. And we will see you next week.
1: I forgot my name. Oh, it's Aaron. See you next week. Peace.
0: Toodles. Bye.